Hello and welcome to our podcast called Encounters with God, Stories from the Old Testament. And today I get to be your host. Uh, I'm Dan Green and the host has become the guest because our normal host, Bern, is today's special guest. Hello, Bern. Oh, I feel special now. Thank you. Good. You are in the hot seat today, my friend, uh, which means you're <laughs> in for a grilling. Uh, but we're also looking forward to hearing what you have to share and um, as we've been talking about in the last couple of episodes, we're following different stories, different characters in the Old Testament and seeing what we can learn from them uh, and how to apply that to our lives today. Today, I want to talk to you about something that we're running alongside that series of talks, uh, which on our website is called Box Set Binge the Bible. And uh, that's a big title. I know you've been instrumental in kind of putting this together and encouraging us to consider it. So could you tell us what it is? What does it mean to box set binge the Bible? Hmm. And why are you a fan, Bern? <laughs> well, I've been intrigued with it for a while, to be honest. It's taken me a long time, like years and years, to get to, 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 to sort of wrestle with a question of how come I find it easy to box set binge hours and hours of stories on TV or even podcasts, anything really. I can. There are th sometimes there are things that I just get uh, sort of swept along with, and the Bible. I feel I ought to, but weirdly, it sort of lived in a different box in my head that that said, "No, you should study this at a pace of you know two or three chapters a day. You know, fifteen minutes a day. That feels like a lot of effort. Can't possibly do more than that." And I wondered what it was that was making me sort of put the Bible in that box, uh, a non-binging box, <laughs> and have all these other boxes, which seemed really easy to binge. Um, I got through Battlestar Galactica, uh, which is 80 hours of stuff in about six months. That's the same, <laughs> that's the same amount of stuff as in the Bible, basically. Uh, I got through Star Trek Deep Space Nine pretty recently in about two and a half months. <laughs> Because I was interested and I wanted to keep going and find out what happened. That's, again, a similar length to the Bible. And and yet the Bible, like, if you say, how long do you think it should take to get through the Bible? You know, maybe years, maybe a lifetime. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you look at the amount of stuff there is, I think, well, if I, why, how come I'm not in the right frame of mind to mm. treat this the same way as other stuff? Is it a genre problem, Ben? Because the two examples mm. you've give, given there of kind of science mm. fiction, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. is the Bible just the wrong genre? Maybe we should look at it as... I know some people do look at it as science fiction. <laughs> maybe maybe that would have helped. I don't know. I don't look at it as science fiction. But um, but there, no, there is a mixture, isn't there? There's a mixture of story. I think whenever I've tried to read the Bible through from beginning to end, I've found... The beginning is much easier because there's loads of great stories, and then you hit this sort of rough patch uh, where uh, you know where it all becomes about lists of things and then laws that sound really odd, and then and then it's like a whole nightmare. <laughs> and and if you're doing it at a pace of, I'm going to do a little chunk of this every day, you just go through day after day after day after day in this sort of wilderness zone. And and it's also a really bad way to treat some of the stories I found. Um, the story of Job, for example, has got brilliant stuff at the beginning, brilliant stuff at the end. It's all kind of nonsense in the middle. <laughs> and it's a really difficult book to study at a pace of like a couple of chapters a day. 
because you just spend all this time with all this nonsense. Um, so what do you, yeah, so I just wondered myself, what on earth can we do about that? And and it gradually dawned on me over time that, that the bulk of people have experienced what's in the Bible over centuries, over the whole history of what's been in the Bible, have heard it rather than read it. They've it's been read out in in gatherings it's been talked about it's been passed on and gossiped about it's been um you know you can go through the whole thing yes there are times where you have to sit down and memorize some bits if if, if you come from a jewish background you'll go through the first five books of the bible quite diligently but the, a lot of the rest of it and and a lot has existed in times when people weren't expected to pick it up and read it for themselves. Mm. So we've loaded that expectation onto us. And I don't know about you, I find reading books in general, um, sometimes it's a joy, but often I prefer the audio version anyway. I can have the yeah. audio version on and, and, and get through a ton of books. Um, so, um, so why not do that with the Bible? And, and I realised, oh, yeah, actually, if the, if the amount of stuff that's in the Bible... There is a very good audio Bible, by the way. Um, David mm-hmm. Suchet, uh, a few years ago, recorded a brilliant English accent version of the Bible. I think sometimes the audio Bibles, to me, felt off-putting because they, they were clearly from a different culture and, and they felt cheesy and horrible and yeah. like I, I, I've struggled to take take it in or take it seriously but David Suchet is just brilliant everyone loves a bit of Poirot absolutely yeah and just the idea of listening to it instead of reading at whatever pace you do I think I think I, I went through a year doing a bible in a year pace of just listening instead of reading and I just found new things grabbed my attention and new things came to life and that's all and that's always a good thing uh, yeah, and I think that's what I wanted to ask you is what what do you see as the benefits of kind of listening approach or um, reading at pace rather than studying, which sounds like that was the mindset you were in and I guess probably lots mm. of us could relate to. But what's the benefits of the kind of the binge approach? Mm. Well, first of all, I mean, just read, just getting the Bible in, in general, I think is a really good thing. However, at whatever pace, uh, I think the Bible is just amazing. It's... Um, it's it's big and daunting, uh, but it's also this kind of amazing collection of things that kind of talk to each other. They're interconnected in 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 interesting ways. Um, so, although we probably kind of remember like a few of our favourite Bible stories and treat them as if like oh there was a moral in that and there's a thing I need to do because of that. Actually, it's a lot more than that. The Bible's much more of a of a kind of a network of things. Um, I, 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 I tend to, I think a good way to look at the Bible in general is like, um, like a road or maybe a network of roads that covers quite a big territory of life. Mm-hmm. And while there are two ways that you can kind of approach a road, if you want to understand it, you can go and study little bits of the road. Hey, here's how, here's how the road's built. This is what this bit of the road looks like. Mm. This is my view from this bit of the road. Okay, that's great. And you can go and very methodically take a slow walk, studying carefully as you go. But actually, I think the roads are there to take us to places. They're there to give us new outlooks on things. 
And the best way to travel on the road is at a bit of speed, right? So you miss some of the details uh, that, that you know, you, you're not paying attention to every bit of gravel or every marking on the road. You're, you're taking in the scenery as you go. And there might be some details that you zoom past a bit. Uh, you might want to stop and get out and have a look at something that's, that seems really important, really interesting. But crucially, I think it's worth following this network of roads to be somewhere else because mm -hmm. the, where people start... And in the, at the beginning of the Bible is very different from where people end up in different places, and and I think that's uh, without going through it at some pace, it's easy to lose the big picture and the scope of that. Mm. Yeah, and I guess that um, maybe helps to answer some of my next question, which was the why bother. You know, I guess mm. for a lot of people listening, um, they they might wonder why to invest the time, uh, why dig into stories that are maybe uh, difficult to understand or complex or problematic, uh, things that don't kind of seem to immediately chime with um, modern life and kind of our current uh, values. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, wh why, why go through that kind of wrestle and why not just fast forward to the bits that maybe make a bit more sense or... You know, particularly the bits about Jesus where uh, many people find so much inspiration. Sure. Why, tr why trawl through the earlier stuff, I guess? Right, right. That, I mean, so loads of good questions in there, basically. Uh, I, mean, I think on one level, sort of why bother with the Bible at all if it's old? Um, I think you know, my simplistic answer to that is simply that actually it, it reflects a lot of life that is very relevant to us. Yeah, from the very beginning, you see people who are dealing with things that we deal with, whether it's anger and resentment or for, should I forgive someone or not? Uh, should, it, does it? How do we seek justice in the world? How do we seek? Um, how do we have justice but also forgive people? <laughs> how do those things go together? Uh, what's the, what's the role of of my kind of pent up sort of difficult feelings and what's the role of love and and other things that i could choose in my life that might might make life better for me and for other people and and where's god in all of this is god real in all of this how have how have people seen god working in history that gives us a sense of oh yeah that's the same god that that we could get to know and apparently loves us too these are all massive questions mm. which I guess if we're interested in them, we it, the, the Bible is a brilliant source of, of where to go and immerse in that. And if we're looking at the later bits then of the Bible, like, like where does Jesus and his followers come in, we're looking at a culture that had thoroughly been immersed in what we call the Old Testament. For centuries, the whole society was built on things that they expected from their history that was all built on things that had been passed along in those stories and those laws and those poems and those prophecies and all those things that are in the Old Testament. So it's almost impossible to enter the mind of anyone in the New Testament without knowing the Old Testament or at least, you know, starting to get to know it. Um, and I think what you find with people started following Jesus, the first people that started following Jesus were the people who had been paying attention to all that stuff and were part of the Jewish family. Um, but then 
amazingly the doors blow off of that and uh and and the what jesus calls the kingdom of god is becomes open to everybody including you and me because we're not jewish from our background and and so we're we're kind of guests in this kind of very interesting very old house and mm. uh, and it seems like well we should probably get to know some of the features and how it is the way it is um otherwise as i guess we'll always be trying to make sense of it from a point of view that might never make sense does that does that make yeah. sense <laughs> oh yeah i love that picture of being guests in a very old house <laughs> that's really helpful um just needing to kind of orient ourselves a bit and become familiar with uh, with the different aspects of the house, as you say. Um, yeah, that's great. And you know, you've you've provided a list of very helpful tips on the uh, sevenvineyard.org/bible page, um, yeah. which is where we've got some different structures of how people might approach. Um, box set binging the bible yes um and what one of those that caught my attention was um the one about studying a bit but sharing a lot <laughs> um and yeah. again it's just part of that slight shift in our thinking why, why do you think it's important that we press the pedal a bit on sharing what we're listening to what we're reading um rather than it just being kind of an internal and introverted exercise yeah good point um i think there's a real value in engaging with the bible so um but there's different ways to approach that and when i was a teenager i was brought up with this classic model of bible study the daily quiet time set aside 15 minutes ideally at the start of the day it wasn't for me i'm not really a morning person uh, but some sort of sacred time where you can clear space and and hopefully god can be brought to mind for us and and I, and that is a beautiful discipline um which over years for me has just kind of fragmented into mm. having lots of quiet times and times of prayer or or you know asking god and trying to listen to god like wherever we are like this afternoon a bit of a crisis in ikea we're sat down i'm praying having a quiet time <laughs> uh so hang on but i i thought the idea was that the more you got to know god <laughs> the longer your morning quiet time would get. I mean, that's what I was raised to think too. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to criticise anyone who thinks that that works for them. I'm just going to say it didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. Um, they, and, and I think the whole idea of, of linking the Bible with study, like you cannot unlink Bible and study, Bible study, it just... It, it just means that we're trying to take in the Bible differently from everything else in our lives. Like, who else, who has news study or book study? Uh, I suppose, you know, you might if you're at school and, and, and you're doing an exam, but we're not taking in the Bible to pass an exam on it. We're, 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 we want it to kind of, I don't know, have an effect on our lives somehow and take it in somehow. But if there's not going to be a test, why not just consume it the way we consume the things that we do binge? This was, this was the thing that kind of crossed over from breaking me out of, like, I can't read the Bible in less than three years, to actually we could get through the Bible in three or four months if, if we wanted to. And and so, yes, there are, there's a place for studying and stopping and looking at the details. 
of little bits but i think the 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 thing about going through going at it at a pace is loads of it kind of hits you and then you're left going what hit me the most what's really grabbed my attention how is this really kind of um how is how is this connected with something else in my life and then the point of sharing about that and chatting about that is that that's kind of where the the seed from that kind of starts to grow into oh yeah there's actually there's something going on here i think i i think i connected with something that i heard and 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 i've been thinking about it since then and and i'm recognizing that it's important to me and uh and i'm recognizing that it might have an impact in you know how i choose to live and 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 that's that's where it's really taking hold then and not Mm. every detail of every bible study will do that for us but i think when we go through at a pace we're we're quicker to get to bits that that do and uh and then and then god can speak to us through all of them Absolutely. And it's just great to hear your passion for this, Bern. And I know that that will rub off on (laughs) me and on others who are listening. So uh, maybe we should um, draw this episode to a close. But before we do, why don't you just give us a little preview into how it's going? I know that you've already Mm. started this binging journey um, and what we're going to chat about in next week's episode. So I put up a a plan uh, at sevenvineyard.org slash bible for anyone who wants to 100% the old testament uh, I split it into 100 chunks you don't have, it can be done over any number of days you like really um, I'm finding I'm not neatly doing one chunk a day uh, I'm spending some days doing like two or three chunks and then some days not doing any um, and, and it just depends on what else is going on or where I put aside some time to 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 do it and maybe do something else at the same time while i'm listening and letting it kind of hit me um i've started at the beginning i've got all the way through genesis and a little bit into exodus but yeah let's talk next time about genesis because it's a really cool book brilliant looking forward to hearing what you're discovering and thank you so much again for being our guest uh on this episode burn And we'll look forward to speaking again soon. Thank you to everyone who's been listening. Hope you've enjoyed this episode.